Hello, hello, hello. It's that time again. My name is Desiree Shaw. I'm a psychotherapist and I podcast Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. My focus is mental health, tidbits on how to support yourself throughout the week. Because I'm on a mission to change the world one thought at a time and make therapy accessible. So it's Friday and we're here. We did a whole week. Like I said, I'm a psychotherapist and I practice at the Priory and privately. I work with a bunch of interesting people. I support them with their behaviour, making change happen, practical tips and ideas moving forward to overcome the trauma. It's Friday and welcome to this podcast. Unplug, reload and focus inward. Unplug, unplugging from the matrix. Do you remember the matrix? Who remembers the matrix? What's The Matrix all about? Well, it's about how we follow things and we do things in a particular way and we remain sheeple and follow through even if we don't like it and we find it uncomfortable but we don't make any change. We just go along with it. Why? We don't really know why. It's easier, I suppose. Well, it's Friday. And it's time to unplug from the Matrix. Because the weekend is coming. But before you unplug, before, you know, people going to work, I don't want you to start saying, no, I'm going to unplug because Desiree said on her podcast on Friday, do not unplug now. Wait until the end of the day. But how to? So I'm going to talk about unplugging, reloading and focusing inward. It's quite important to do. And you can do this in your working week as well. It doesn't have to wait until the weekend. How to unplug from the direction and intention and focus of someone else's crap. You know, you go into work, you interface with all these different people and somebody has some nonsense that's going on. And because you're all plugged into the matrix, depending on who's controlling that particular thing at the moment, you either go along with it and feel frustrated and shortchanged and annoyed. Because every day we interface and we interact with others. And we take little bits of their energy, their vibe, their focus, their purpose. We take it with us, you know. Because we are all energetic beings. We are moving around fully, representing ourselves, our own energy, when we interact with others. But we give away stuff. We give away energy. We give away thoughts and ideas and... We pick up other people's thoughts and ideas, their energy. Because that's what we are. We're constant energy. Now, often, we are left with a bag full of other people's crap as we go through the week. As it gets to the end of the week, we end up feeling a bit like, oh my god, I've got to put this down. What am I going to do with it? Do I, do I hold it until Monday? Some of us don't know how to put the bag down completely and we're constantly, constantly there just holding somebody else's crap. We have to deal with it. You know, the complaints, the frustrations, the endless jibber-jabber of their lives. Oh, goodness me. Then, when can we actually get that point to actually get through to our own selves how we're feeling? when we've got everybody else's complaints and frustrations having to deal with. It's not easy. It's not. How do you unplug from that? 
This can have some of us thinking that our problems aren't important enough because we've gone around all week listening to other people's problems. It's so funny. My mum, <laughs> I love my mum. She's a very old-fashioned Jamaican woman. And when I told her I was going to become a counsellor, and she said, oh no, he's going to take on people's problem." Sorry for those of you who didn't quite get what I said. Basically, she was worried about me taking on other people's problems. And I explained to her, the therapy that I do, CBT, doesn't, doesn't require me to take on anybody's problems. It's a supportive therapy which aids other people to deal with their problems better and make change happen. But she never got that. Because in her view, if somebody tells you something, their problem, you've taken it on. And this is in the views of many other people. We take it on because we're so plugged in to everything around us that we think we've, we've got to draw from that energy without recognising where our own comes from. So we tend to focus any attention or time on the things we need to do because we are needed by others. So, so ha it happens all the time. We are, we're, we've been trained to do this. It's, it's a natural place. It's so um, ingrained in us as human beings. We don't know how to unplug. We don't know how to reload. We don't know how to focus inward. We just don't. We're not trained to do that. But when we do get the time to simply stop or sit and be and just refocus, when? When? When do we do this? You know, when, when do you get yourself into that place where you, you can sit down in your own safety and create your own instructions and your own order? your own state of mind, but we don't really do that, we, we're so used to um, having to deal with what other people are dealing with, so we stay plugged in, we stay plugged into the matrix, I feel like I'm doing a matrix advert here, I'm not, <laughs> a good friend of mine who put me on to anchor and doing podcasts, Pomge. He did a whole series on The Matrix. Very interesting. I suggest go and have a listen. But The Matrix is real. Yes, the film was a film. But the fact that we do wake up every day and we plug into this system where we, where we churn out a particular type of action on a daily basis, not recognising that we're human. This is why we have the feelings that we have. Because we're human, we're completely emotional. I don't care how much, how many of you believe that you're not emotional. You are emotional. This is just how we're wired. If you've ever travelled, uh, I'm sure some of you have here. I won't assume everybody has. But when you board an aircraft, the safety instructions are very clear. It basically tells you, fix or tend to your own safety equipment before you help anyone else with theirs. Why do they say this? I always found this quite interesting because sometimes we are so focused on other people that we don't look after ourselves and um, how can we help anybody else if we don't help ourselves? That's just a really interesting question, isn't it? Aeroplanes actually tell you, the aeroplane, the airlines, aeroplanes, aeroplanes don't speak to you, what am I talking about? Airlines, airlines, they state very, very clearly before 
you tend to anybody else's safety equipment, ensure you fixed your own, even if there's children involved. Do you know why? Because while you're in the middle of helping somebody else, something could happen. And whereas you haven't affixed your own safety equipment, you therefore become a danger to that person and yourself because you need the safety equipment and you're now at risk, which now puts the other person at risk. Same thing works in life. You're there helping everybody else and putting yourself at risk, but not supporting yourself. How can you be of any help if you're not helped to yourself? Life just works in the same way. You can't possibly be of any help to anybody else if you are not helping yourself. There comes a point in every single day where you have to go to sleep, eat, sit, whatever it is. You've got to stop. You've got to do something. Your time is not at the mercy of someone else's need. I mean, obviously, I get it. If you're a young parent, sorry, not a young parent, you've got young children and you need to look after them, that's a different thing. I am not saying, people out there with children, just leave your kids and go and look after yourself. (laughs) That is not today's message. No. The message is, you are important. To keep giving away of yourself, how do you recoup? Okay, I get it. If you have kids, you you will need to be there. But guess what? They have a bedtime, which means you get some downtime. And I never understand when children go to sleep at the same time as their parents. There needs to be a gap. But anyway, that would be another podcast on parenting. So when you do get a chance to unplug, how do you reload and focus inward? Because unplugging is just literally sitting down, unplugging. Not even sitting down, it's doing whatever it is. Whether that's rock climbing, whether that's singing, whether that's dancing, whether that's playing a game of chess, whether that's engaging with somebody that you find interesting. But unplugging, reload, recoup, and then focus inward. It is common for us to not even realise how stressed we are. Because we're so used to getting up and going and doing and doing and doing and doing and doing. You know, when I when I was studying REBT and the lecturer said, Are you a human doing or a human being? So many people are just doing. Just doing stuff. What are you doing? I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing. You're doing what? So busy that you can't stop. So busy that it's impossible for you to even take any recognition of who you are and sit still. And then we don't recognise when these little signs of stress, these little signs of anxiety, these little signs of frustration, these little signs of discord are happening and we're just uncomfortable because we haven't stopped. We go around and around ignoring our basic needs. And this is when we are overexhausted or we have a mental breakdown or we have a nervous breakdown. You know, I remember growing up and my mum, my mum, my mum is funny. And um, there would be somebody in the neighbourhood and they would have suffered a nervous breakdown and she would 
then get worried about her kids and say something to me like, don't study too hard, you don't see him riding a car, not him did suffer, nervous, break prone, the nerves that get to him. And I remember thinking, be careful of your nerves. <laughs> your nerves will get to you. I never quite understood it. Bless her heart. Nerves will get to you. Well, really, it's the overwhelming thoughts. It's the overwhelming desire to try to please and keep up and be accepted and be approved of. It's that overwhelming need to do well. That's what got to it. And that's what caused an anxiety attack. Not a nervous break breakdown. She would call it a nervous breakdown. So you would just be nervous. <laughs> this was a disease. It's not a disease. It's just where we haven't looked after ourselves. Self-preservation is an absolute must. Something I practice daily. Absolute daily. This is where you get your mental wealth from. See, we all have mental health. Mentioning my mum again, she believes that she doesn't have mental health because that's a bad thing. Mental health is a state of how our mental... It's just the platform of recognising our mental well-being. Mental health doesn't mean that's a problem. It's just labelled and packaged in such a way. Like the National Health Care Service. It's not just because it's got health in it doesn't mean... We, we don't look at the NHS as... Well, we might look at it as being a bad thing. But we don't look at... We don't, we don't term the term of what we name it as being a, a stigma because we recognise that's the name. That's the same thing with mental health. It's just a name. It's just a platform of recognising that this is what we're talking about. Mental health is not a problem, but your mental health could be a problem if your mental health is unhealthy, if your mental health is not in a place where it supports you moving forward. Unhealthy mental health is the problem, not mental health. Self-preservation. This is when we move into mental wealth. Aha, what am I talking about? Okay, so mental health. Is it healthy or unhealthy? Healthy mental health. <laughs> Try to say that four times. That is where you can manage and you can get through life and you can deal. And you can recognise something and you can deal with it. That's That would be healthy. Mental wealth is when you are doing practices regularly to support your mental health, such as daily mindfulness, daily meditation, sports, engaging in things that are focused on allowing you to let things go, sleep, oh my gosh, enough sleep, eating well, taking yourself, taking time with yourself, that's healthy. You know, my thing is definitely going to yoga, hot yoga, love it sauna love it and that that is how i improve my mental wealth on a regular basis so mental wealth is a regular activity of supporting your mental health and this is when you will feel completely divine and wonderful even in the middle of a horrible situation that is absolutely terrible you will feel frustrated and uncomfortable but actually beneath that you will most definitely be able to manage it extremely comfortably and that's mental wealth so self-preservation is an absolute must, and that is mental wealth. How do you unplug? What do you do to unplug? Can you even unplug? What do you do? How do you manage yourself? Is your mental health wealthy or unhealthy? 
Is it working for you? So, <laughs> this is what I've been working on in the past few weeks. I've been vamping up my website. I've got this great web developer. He's done an amazing job. So, I urge you, go and take a look at my website, www.desireeshort.com. Now, when you get to the website, you'll see the top um, bars, It will the headings. There is one in highlight in purple called Questionnaire. Click on the Questionnaire. There's a drop-down menu. And on that drop-down menu, there are questionnaires for stress, anger, jealousy, anxiety, and depression. You take one of these questionnaires and you can just do a check-in. Simple check-in on yourself to recognise what's going on for you. It's always good to know what's going on for you, isn't it? It's, it's nice. It's, it's a power thing. It's, you've got some control. It's an empowering way to actually treat yourself in a way that you can recognise that you've done something for yourself. You can recognise where you are. Check your stress levels. Maybe they're high, maybe they're not. Now, these questionnaires are all scientific, psychological background. These are not just some random... <laughs> these are not just made-up questionnaires. I've sourced these reputable places and looked at them and I use them in my practice at the Priory as well. I find them very, very useful. Check out your stress levels. Check out whether you're angry. Sometimes we are so angry we don't even realise it. So interesting. And answer the questions in the now moment. Keep it simple. Don't complicate it. And just check where you are. Because this will let you know how much you unplug if you do. What do you need that you're not getting? When you answer these questionnaires, you'll be able to figure out, aha, oh, I see what it is that I want, that I need. I get it. What is it? Check the levels, and then, after you check the levels, and if they're, like, out of this world, please call me, book a session. <laughs> right now, I don't care where you are in the world. But if it is really high, you know you've got to do something about it. That's the power of recognising what's going on. You know, sometimes you have a rash, you go to the doctor, you don't know what it is, and you find out it's it's something else. You know, it, it's it's a manifestation of something deeper. Or sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just the rash and you needed to just find that out. Brilliant. So learn that. Learn what's going on for you. I'm going to put the link in the um, description box in this podcast. So take a look. And once you've taken a look, do you know what? Sign up to my newsletter. Do you know why you should sign up to my newsletter? I am not going to bombard you with crazy information on a regular basis, no, because I find some newsletters really unnecessary, and I've been collecting newsletters over the past few years thinking, what would I do differently? This is what I would do differently. I'm focusing in a direction to support well-being, mental health, and the survival of the self, and encourage people to self-preservate themselves. So, join up to my newsletter. There is no hidden gimmick or anything going on there. There will be tools and tips on how to manage things like stress, how to do with anger, how to do with the things that we don't really talk about. You know how many of us are actually quite jealous and we're holding it inside and actually quite ashamed and holding it inside and quite envious and holding it inside. These are the ugly emotions that we don't like to face. The guilt. 
I'm going to tell you how to deal with it for free. <laughs> Why am I doing this for free? My husband says, stop trying to save the world. Well, I'm going to. Just one thought at a time by making therapy accessible. Because just imagine if you felt really comfortable with yourself and you didn't have those extra added worries and stresses that you added on to yourself as you went through the day and you knew how to manage, how different would your life be? Or could it be? If you were just a little bit more self-accepting of you and others, just a little bit more comfortable with all your flaws, and you knew why you did what you did, and you were in control, I think it's a powerful thing. So I'm here to make change happen. And all it takes is one thought at a time. So, unplug, reload and focus inward. How do you do yours? Message me. Support this podcast. Send it far and wide. Tell your friends happy Friday and just send it to them on all of the platforms that it's available. I want you to. And then I want you to go to my website. And I want you to peruse and I want you to fill in those questionnaires and I want you to take control. Do you know why? Because knowledge is key. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And don't forget, there comes a time when you've got to unplug, reload and focus inward. My name is Desiree Shaw and you can find me on various platforms. It's just as simple. Desiree Shaw, D-I-S-R-E-E, Shaw, S-H-A-W, DesireeShaw.com, D-I-S-R-E-E-S-H-A-W.com. Contact will be in the description box. Thank you so much. Bye for now.